The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash code assistant. IBM. Let's create. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money, but are your bills even accurate? It's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million to save. Visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, guys, the Super Bowl is just a few days away. Are you guys excited about this? I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. As you've probably heard by now, two brothers, Travis and Jason Kelsey, are playing against each other in this Sunday Super Bowl. So their mom, Donna Kelsey, has been in the news a lot this week. So I saw that Donna packed her homemade chocolate chip cookies for her boys in Arizona and sent it to them. Check this out. There's a photo. Isn't that cute? She wrote their names and love mom on the Tupperware. Yeah, classic mom move. I love that. Well, she also sent cookies to other people as well. Did she really? Yeah, yeah. First, uh, Donna sent cookies to Tom Brady and wrote, here, enjoy your first carb in 20 years. <laughs> nice. Sweet. So sweet. Then she sent cookies to Rob Gronkowski and wrote, please return the container. Don't eat it like last time. Uh, um, so Super Bowl Sunday, you know that, probably. Certainly. You might be that small percentage of people that go out of your way to not be involved in it in any way, like I'm guessing our friend Tim Sandifer does. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Which is fine. But uh, most people get involved in some way, even if you just kind of care about the game. A couple of sportsy things before we get to the uh, lifestyle things around the Super Bowl. Um, the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs uh, named the MVP of the season, two-time MVP, joining only... Brett Favre and Jim Brown as two-time MVPs before they're 28 years old. So that is a pretty elite company, but he is a pretty elite guy. Mm-hmm. No doubt Indeed. about that. Yep. As far as the teams being evenly matched, it's a one-and-a-half-point spread for the Eagles, which is crazy close. Both teams come into the Super Bowl at 16-3. and Both teams scored 546 points this year. No. Both teams have six All-Pros on their team. And then the ESPN analytics has it 52% to 48% on who's most likely to win. They actually have the Chiefs slightly more likely to win. But that is extraordinarily evenly matched. Which leads to more betting or less betting when things are evenly matched? 
Well, the that's the point of the spread to well, to even, make even, it even, as a, every game is as attractive as every other. Sure. Game. Even without that, though, I mean, if you're just if you're going into a game where like one team is way the underdog, just in terms of like you just know they're not as good. It would take mm-hmm. a miracle to win. Does that yeah. make it more likely people bet or less likely people bet? Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, they work very hard to neutralize your question. If, uh, if for instance, my uh, beloved 49ers were a 21-point underdog, then I would think, shoot, all they have to do is come within 21? Okay. I'm going to bet that. This is the first time the Super Bowl has been held in a state with legal sports betting. It was seen as something we just could not have for the last 57 years. Because imagine how corrupt it could get if you had (laughs) betting going on around the Super Bowl. Sure, you'd have mobsters on the sidelines signaling to the quarterbacks, throw an interception now. Even though, like, on the most recent year, when there wasn't, uh, you didn't have legal betting going on, $16 billion, they think, was wagered around the Super Bowl. So the whole idea that people weren't betting because it was illegal is hilarious. Uh, betting's legal everywhere. Signed anyone with a smartphone. Right. Right, right, right. And has been for a while now. They expect yeah. about 50.4 million U.S. adults that will wager somewhere around $16 billion on Super Bowl 57 this Sunday. I myself will be wagering. You will? Yeah, How much I'm, on who? I'm in the, uh, I'm actually in one of those uh, random square pool things. Okay. So that's kind of uh, luck of the draw-ish. Um, the NFL used to ban players from being involved in any fantasy football events or anything that was ten, even tangentially related to betting, and now that's you know that's out the door, which is fine. doesn't bother me. Does it bother you? Oh, the leagues and the networks, everybody has partnerships with gambling sites. It's near constant. Even in golf, you watch golf and they're telling you they're at FanDuel. Uh, Jones is a three-stroke uh, favorite, so bet now. Maybe the biggest music star in the world is Drake, and he is gearing up for Super Bowl Sunday by betting a lot of money because he's really into betting. He posted his receipts on Instagram, which really seems like a humble brag to me. This is, I have so much money, I can bet this much. I mean, it's, it's, uh, why don't you just put a picture of your watch on there or your car? That's kind of the modern thing, isn't it? Especially in your hippity hop. Uh, look how wealthy I am. Look how successful I am. Just put just put the window sticker from your car on Instagram. <laughs> you know, Kanye says millionaires wear their chains on out the outside of their shirt. Billionaires keep them under their shirt. Of course, he's no wow. longer a billionaire, but I wouldn't know. Uh, so uh, he posted his betting receipts. I'm wearing an Armstrong and Getty punch violence in the face T-shirt. <laughs> I'm wearing a uh, T-shirt with a Bible verse on it, which maybe I'll talk about later. Good uh, man. Drake wagered $965,000 total on his bets. Ooh. That's a lot of money, man. Of course, as we always talk about with betting, whenever anybody's in the news for betting a lot of money, Michael Jordan or Charles Barkley or whoever it is, or uh, Norm MacDonald back in the day, the comedian or whoever, if you ha- if you make a lot of money or have a lot of money, you have to bet a lot of money. Otherwise, what's the point? You don't, you're not getting any of the gambling juice out of it. Sure. If you lay down twenty bucks, that is as meaningless as meaningless could be to you. You have to put enough, you have to have enough stake in it to care. Yeah, sure. Charles Barkley wins a hundred dollars. Yeah, you screaming. Yes, fist pump. No, no. <laughs> or Drake. Who I'm, I'm oh, that reminds is- me. We've got some great Charles Barkley audio to play for you. Yeah. Uh, not sports related at all. No. Um. Uh, uh, buh, 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 buh. 
So um, Drake is going with the Chiefs, plunked down $700,000 on the Kansas City Chiefs. Also made separate bets, $50,000 each, that Patrick Mahomes and this Juju Smith-Schuster would score the first Chiefs touchdown. So you can bet $50,000 on that. You can bet on who's going to score the first touchdown. You can bet on anything in the Super Bowl, right? You can bet on the length of the national anthem. Sure, yeah, the proposition bets, they call them. You can bet on the coin flip. He bet $50,000 the Chiefs would score in both halves of the game and then $30,000 that they would win all four quarters, which is another thing you can bet on. I'm curious about that score in both halves thing. That's virtually assured, so it's got to be a very small payoff for that bet. Uh, He bet $25,000 the Chiefs start tied in Travis Kelsey, which we just heard about the jokes with Jimmy Fallon. That's one of the brothers that are playing, right? Would be the game's MVP. He bet sixty grand that the MVP would go to a tight end, which has never happened in Super Bowl history. So that had to be a long shot. Wow, yeah. Drake took in two million dollars on a one million dollar bet the last time the Chiefs play when they beat the Cincinnati Bengals. So he bet a million and got back two. Which is a wow. pretty big day. Wow. You would be buying that night if you made a million freaking dollars off the outcome of the game. Even yeah, if you're rich, you would be buying that night. Well, yeah, yeah, but what would you be buying? A yacht ride to San Tropez, <laughs> wherever that is. I don't know where that is. Again, I'm wearing an A&G t-shirt because I get them a, cheap. <laughs> you bought a round of beers for everybody? You just won a million dollars? Thanks for the Bud Light. Thanks for the beer, Drake. <laughs> Where's my yacht ride to San Tropez? Yeah. So the uh, the Chinese spy balloon continues to be a hot, hot topic, both in the halls of Congress Should and the be. media, in real life, too. I, I don't know about you, Jack. I've had multiple oh, people yeah. bring it up to me. Oh, yeah. I really appreciate it. NBC News played that Leon Panetta stuff that I've been uh, talking about the last couple of days. I was really glad they put that on the air because that is key to the whole discussion to me. To me, that that closes the argument to me. If you haven't heard it, that'll be part of our discussion this hour. Also, stick around. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Some interesting balloon talk with the hearings that happened yesterday. But first, we got this text. 
Joe Biden announced in a press conference that he bet his 10% for the big guy on Johnny Unitas winning the MVP, <laughs> then asked if Vince Lombardi was in the audience. Vince? Is Vince here? <laughs> wow. Wow. The comedy stylings of a texter. Well played. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, NBC, Andrew Mitchell did a good job with the balloon report last night, talking about what they're pulling up so far. The debris gathered from the search and data from U-2 spy planes that circle the balloon as it crossed the U.S. reveal multiple antennas capable of collecting signals intelligence, say U.S. officials. That could let China get information from phone calls, radio frequencies, emails, and text messages. FBI counterintelligence experts on electronic spying are studying the debris. And a senior U.S. official says the amount recovered so far adds up to the size of a small car. Yeah, so of that several bus-sized piece of equipment, they've gotten a tiny percentage. And it turns out is more capable than we even believed, which is shocking to, should be shocking to no one. Uh, hearings going on yesterday, including Montana senators who were not happy. The balloon which flew over Montana today outraging its senators. Quite frankly, I'll just tell you, I, I don't want a damn balloon going across the United States. I guarantee you they could have taken that balloon down, that spy balloon, and the greatest risk would have been hitting a cow, a prairie dog, or an antelope. You know, the best thing that I've heard on this is when we had Mike Lyons on, you know, like an hour after this balloon story broke. Um, saying, you know, the Pentagon's got to shoot it down or the lawyers will get a hold of it. I'll bet that's what happened. Wow. Wow. The, the, Paralyzed by lawyers? The the lawyers who are in the military, and there, there's a lot of, like, that's what David French, uh, the, now of the New York Times, did when he was in Iraq. That's what uh, DeSantis was. He was a lawyer in uh, during the war. There are lawyers involved, and should we do this, should we do that? And, you know, a lawyer's job is to say no. And 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 so you've got the governor of Montana and the senator saying uh, we would have rather you shot it down. One senator from each party both saying, oh, no, you had to shoot it down. There's no risk to anybody. Biden was asked about it on Telemundo. Do you regret not having insisted on bringing it down sooner? No, I said I wanted to shot down as soon as possible. And they were worried about the damage that could be done, even in a big state like Montana. This thing was gigantic. What happened if it came down and hit a school in the rural area? And they made a wise decision. They shot it down over water. Oh, Michael, we should have had, no, senor, no, senor, no, senor, ready. <laughs> Wouldn't that have been great, everybody? <laughs> Wouldn't that have been great? Huh? So you're about to hear from Leon Panetta, which I've been talking about. Why isn't this getting more attention? He was the Secretary of Defense under Barack Obama. He also ran the CIA under Barack Obama. He was the Chief of Staff for Bill Clinton. He's an old Democrat hand. He's been around the block a long time. Here's his response to, should we have shot the balloon down earlier? We cannot allow a balloon to enter U.S. airspace. That's a spy balloon. Uh, that simply is unacceptable. When should they have shot it down? I think uh, at the time that they uh, noticed that, in fact, it was headed towards uh, our U.S. airspace. So there's a guy who ran the CIA who ran. The, he was the sec def. He's a Democrat. You got to shoot it down before it gets to our airspace. Right. Period. That's well, not nobody's making the counter argument. No. Other than Joe Biden. Yeah, right. And one more sign of our crappy, crappy media. If indeed 
It was Pentagon lawyers. Who said, oh, due to liability concerns, we should probably let it cross the United States and take in all the intelligence it wants. What an interesting story. What a great story. What a story to tell the American people. But it's not being told. I, I'm not even sure the question's being asked. Did Andrea Mitchell, who, to her credit, was asking some good questions, uh, did she even ask that? Well, uh, to be fair, should mention that the Pentagon people that they were questioning on the Hill yesterday, they were backing the president's decision, although, you know, wow. that might just be what they do because you what you want to you want to keep your cool job as a general and uh, or do you want to go up and say the president was wrong? <laughs> well, I suspect very strongly that that decision uh, not to shoot it down was made by the sec def or the chairman of the Joint Chiefs at the very, very highest level. So there I am working in the Pentagon as some lieutenant colonel or something. I'm going to say, that's bull ass. We should have shot the thing down. It's not going to happen. And by the way, it, I, I was watching this with my son last night and, and pointing out who all the players were in this thing. This guy, Leon Panetta, he was the sec def. Was he sec def at the time or CIA guy at the time? Either way, he was in the room with Barack Obama and, Obama. Joe, and Joe Biden and Bill Clinton and the others. When Osama bin Laden got shot, remember, they were watching it down there in the basement, watching it on the screen. And uh, the only no vote for taking out bin Laden was Joe Biden. So the same same guy that was too tepid to go after bin Laden wanted to let a freaking Chinese spy balloon go clear across the country. One of the other guys, Leon Panetta, who voted for taking out bin Laden, says, you got to shoot it down before it gets to our airspace. That is unacceptable. There's a gutless old man in the Oval Office. I just pray that we get through his period in charge without a national security disaster. By the way, uh, not for nothing, Leon Panetta is 84 years old. I've seen him interviewed twice this week. He sounds significantly sharper than our 80-year-old president. Wow. Wow. I would have never guessed. I mean, I can do math pretty effectively, but yeah, he does not come off as, as nearly that old. This, this should be a bigger scandal. It really should be. I mean, especially since there's some cover from, you know, Democrats, uh, analysts on your MSNBCs and CNNs who agree with the we should have shot it down. This should be a bigger scandal, allowing the number one enemy of the United States in the world to send an aircraft into our country and clear across the country. Well, on the other hand, though, as Joe Biden made clear in his interview with Judy Woodruff, uh, he's talked to Xi Jinping about this. Except he hasn't 30 minutes ago. Other people have talked to some people. Xi Jinping, what? No? Why? What? Mm-hmm. Clip 28, Michael. Have relations now between the U.S. and China taken a big hit? No. Frankly? No. How do you know? I know. I talked to him. You've talked to Xi Jinping, talked to Xi Jinping before, I, and our, our team talks to their people. During this and yeah, since? Yeah, after this. I haven't talked to them during this. <laughs> and wow. because it's the friendly confines of PBS, there's no follow-up, but there should have been some follow-up. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't have the slightest idea what you just told me. Well, follow-up question number one should have been, are you okay? <laughs> Oh, that's extraordinary. Wow. Wow. Hey, I've talked uh, to him about this. Yeah. Well, no. Well, 30 minutes ago. What? <laughs> what? How much time do we have, Michael? 
This is Joe Biden, 55, Michael. This is Joe Biden the day after the State of the Union address at a speech before a labor group. You know, uh, got it over here. What? He says, you know, uh, and then he just kind of slumps and he walks over. He puts the microphone down on the, the, the rostrum thingy. And he looks around, he picks it up again, and he says, get out here. I'm serious. It's disturbing. Video at armstrongandgetty.com. If you miss an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have, hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcasts. The Armstrong and Getty Show. We'll get this in an effort to fill seats. I heard that movie theaters are offering more upscale food and drink options. It's weird when a waiter comes to your seat with nacho cheese, like, say when. hilarious um amc is gonna start offering you can buy better seats like assigned seating so it's not just you know you walk in and sit wherever Hmm. i don't know if that'll change anything uh uh titanic is back in the theaters today so it's the 25 year anniversary of titanic and you can go see it in the theater my kids have never seen the movie i was trying to remember is there a boob in titanic oh yeah there's more than a boob jack there there are a pair of them there are twice as many as you suggested. Okay. And and a glimpse of her nether regions. That's too bad because, you know, you take that out and it would be a perfectly okay movie for kids. I think they'd love it as an adventure movie. Um, But I don't really want to have the sexy boob thing. And, of course, you get to see it in the big screen and try to determine whether or not she could have pulled him onto that uh, that door. Um. I oh, think sure give it a try how she, about she didn't even try I think right. she should be charged with murder there's no statute of limitations on murder she she just pushed it I think is what it was she thought she was thinking to herself you're okay for a below deck fling but I'm not spending the rest of my life with you wow wow so she offed him so you see Titanic as like a really long elaborate murder mystery where the murder happens like in the last 10 right, seconds she killed Leonardo DiCaprio <clears throat> yeah fair enough all right well uh, so back to the the uh, what what are they, the premium seating or I can't remember what they're calling it but uh, if if you want to sit in the great seats you're going to pay a little more and uh, if you're uh, of of uh, less economic uh, might 
<laughs> you'll sit in the cheaper seats. And some Hollywood folks are decrying that, saying it's elitist and they it's wrong and they don't want to be involved with it. But, you know, name another, you know, human activity where all the seats are the same. Well, are these people that fly around in private jets while I'm flying coach on Southwest if the if the flight goes? I mean, what's the difference? What is the? Tell me what the difference is. Only uh, well, the the only difference being one is hugely consequential and the other one isn't. My seat at the movie theater isn't that big a deal, but being able to get around is kind of a big deal. You don't have any problem with it because you're in a private. So what are you talking about? This is how dumb you are. You're so dumb. You mean the I'm one is a in, chance to virtue signal and the other isn't? You mean I'm sitting in traffic while you get helicoptered from your building to where you live in L.A. <laughs> Exactly. Right. Everything you do. Yeah. I noticed when uh, I went to the the, uh, the concert there, you were in the front row. I was sitting way back. You know why? Because I didn't have 5,000 bucks for the front row seats. Now, now you're concerned? They're so phony. Well, yeah, you're right. Everything is that way. The shoes, yes. the shoes I'm wearing right now are more comfortable than the ones that I could afford 30 years ago. Right. Right. Everything in life is that way. So completely ridiculous. Uh, I was thinking of uh, calling this Tales of California, but we already have theme music called California's Crumbling, so I guess we'll call it that. Again, that theme music's title, as I recall, is California's Crumbling. And it sounds something like this. Or maybe maybe not. Uh, Sorry, our computer got stuck. Computer got stuck. It happens. You didn't spill some of your Super Bowl cheese dip into the computer, did you? Uh, Tell no. the truth, Michael. God will, hates a liar. That will gum things up. All right. So it turns out California is crumbling. Uh, if you are a non-Californian, oh, enjoy this with all of us. Uh, number one story, the uh, Sequoia Capital uh, investment firm's billionaire partner has blasted the city of San Francisco, this uh, Michael Moritz wrote in the Financial Times about how the city bans plastic straws but permits plastic needles. He means syringes and needles. He noted that the city saw more drug deaths from drug overdoses between 2020 and 2022 than it did from COVID. Uh, homelessness, 20-year high in San Francisco. Currently, local businesses have threatened to stop paying taxes unless the city cleans up the colonies of tents and tarps that have grown up. Moritz listed the many problems facing San Francisco's mayor, Breed, uh, deserted downtown, a flight of medium and large businesses and major conventions, the highest commercial office vacancy rate of any big city in the U.S., planning policies that amount to a virtual border wall encircling the city, housing costs that make it prohibitively expensive for all but the wealthy or poverty-stricken. He also noted that the city's ailing school system, where he said there's only 55% English proficiency, 46% in mathematics, and just 9% proficiency in mathematics for black students. Oof. But the school board spends their time discussing why no school should be named after Abe Lincoln. Then he mentions that uh, without the city, uh, that without handling the city's drug and homelessness problems, any effort to solve the rest of the city's problems will be fruitless, quote unquote. Fentanyl, a synthetic drug that is 50 times more powerful than in a fraction the cost of heroin, has turned many blocks of the city into zombie zones. Beyond the shocking waste of potential, the drug use and homeless tents consume an enormous part of San Francisco's annual budget. Direct city spending on homelessness has risen from about $200 million for fiscal year 2016 to $680 million this year and is rising. 
Well, and the fentanyl is sold in open-air drug markets. There's no enforcement of the law whatsoever. Just so, come and buy, come and die. So I get the um, I get the you didn't think it was fentanyl deaths or people that are taken in fentanyl that way. You thought you were buying something else. Mm-hmm. Who, are, who are the people that are that are recreationally buying and doing fentanyl knowing what it is? Are they people that pay no attention to the news? Or I would even think in their yeah. neighborhood they would know so many people that have died with the numbers what they are that they'd be scared off of it. That's what's it surprising you, to me. Well, yeah, it gets you crazy wasted and you're an addict. And maybe when your life is in that state, the prospect, is it one in 10, one in 100? I don't actually know. I don't actually of, know either. Of overdosing and dying, you just you don't care. Well, it could be more like one in 1,000, really, and still have a, you know, a crazy high number of deaths every year. Sure, if you have thousands of people doing drugs every single day, yeah. Well, if absolutely. you have thousands of people taking in thousands of pills a year, yes. or maybe 1,000 pills a year, I don't know how mm-hmm. much you need to take, but... Yeah, so it might be more like one in a thousand. Yeah, so you're right. That's it. You're uh, you're kind of at the edge of do I want to be alive or not? And uh, there's a one in one thousand chance this is going to kill me. Well, let's move on from the streets of San Francisco to the dusty heart of the Central Valley as California is crumbling. California's crumbling. That's beyond dispute. Yeah, this is just tragic comic. Jack, I know you and I are both fans of all sorts of different kinds of comedy, from slapstick, Three Stooges, sophisticated wordplay, a clever bon mot. <laughs> well, it's an understatement, overstatement. So Every, many different ways to make a person laugh. Everything from stepping on a rake to a French bon mot. <laughs> anyway, uh, this is tragic comedy. This is kind of a long-running, dry uh, who was that Italian uh, comedian who won for the, the concentration camp? I mean, this is like a long, sad comedy. The story of the California, California bullet train. Oh, geez. Yeah, I know. So the California High Speed Theft Authority, they call themselves the Rail Authority. I try to be more accurate than that. They applied last year for $1.2 billion in grants from two different programs under the gigantoid bipartisan infrastructure law. You remember that? Trillions of dollars, a bit of which was actually for infrastructure. But uh, the federal government said of those two different uh, applications for the two different kinds of grants, they said uh, that would be a no and a hell no. (laughs) No federal money for you, losers. And it's sad, Jack, because and and you're going to hear some some towns you you don't you're not you're not going to recognize the names. Um, n- number one, if you don't live in California, that's fine. That's kind of the point. And number two, if you do live in California, you don't know some of these names. Construction is currently underway on about 119 miles of the planned high-speed rail route from north of Madeira to northwest of Bakersfield. Not even the teeming heart of Bakersfield, but somewhere out yonder. The mega applications, that was the program, sought more than $1.2 billion to add a second set of tracks to the current construction route for all the suburban Madarans who are desperate to go to the outskirts of Bakersfield. I mean, that, on a train. Two sets of tracks. Because you, yeah, you can get there already. You're not being stopped. There are roads. 
Right. Yeah, it's a quite nice road. Yeah. Uh, so the the money that again the government gave California the middle finger, the federal government, it was also going to complete advanced design work to extend the route northward into San Francisco. Oh no, no, into downtown Merced, California, and then southeast actually into Bakersfield. Providing a stunning 171 line mile a uh, mile line of track and systems from Merced to Bakersfield, they're also going to buy six high speed train sets, like that their kids play with. It's not clear from the article. Uh, for initial testing and future passenger services, build two passenger stations in Fresno and Hanford. Do you know from Hanford? I don't. I don't either. So someday there's going to be so a little bit of bullet train tracks so they can claim that they built it um, between a couple of towns that uh, where if you live there, you might use it. But if you don't, you never will. Under, uh, so it's going to hardly get used at all. And it'll be one of the great monuments to bureaucracy and government waste in the history yeah. of the world. Theft from taxpayers. Yeah. And uh, so the other things they were going to do with the money included uh, begin route design for some other segments, including the hotly anticipated Bakersfield to Palmdale route for Bakersfieldians who are thinking, I've had enough of this. Why am I not in Palmdale? Well, and I got to mention, NPR did a thing last year, which I thought was very brave of them, where they went to some of these towns where the hundred billion dollars has been spent and they went to this these towns and they struggled to find anybody that had benefited from it construction wow. people stores or anything like that so and the people were saying i don't know where this money's going because i don't know anybody who's getting it so where's all that money going i have one more tragic comic quote from one of the thieves involved in this after a quick word from our friends and sponsors at lear capital who have a free silver bar for you silver gold Actually, we asked our friends at Lear Capital to do something special for our listeners. They came through with a free silver bar. We'll tell you how to get it in moments. So highly respected financial analysts predict gold prices could soar as high as four grand an ounce. Yeah, $4,000. So we all know that there's uh, no guarantee that gold hits $4,000 an ounce. But if you bought gold today at Lear Capital's favorable prices and the cost of gold jumps close to predictions, your profits could be life-changing. And gold, which just keeps chugging, has outperformed the S&P 500 for the past 20 years. And gold is a brilliant strategy for protecting your savings and retirement, particularly if inflation continues. With a risk-free purchase guarantee, 25 years of experience, and thousands of five-star reviews, we trust Lear Capital. And for the next 14 days, new Lear customers receive a free one-ounce silver bar. With every ounce of gold you purchase, your free silver bar, offer ex- ex- the offer expires in 14 days. So go to leararmstrong.com. LearArmstrong.com. That's LearArmstrong.com. Okay, so the uh, high-speed theft authority, having missed out on the the grants from the federal government, um, they were asked, uh, "What? How will this affect you?" And the the head thief, Brian, uh, do you pronounce this anus? I'm going to go with anus. <laughs> Brian Anus <laughs> says, "We're not slowing down work. We're continuing full steam ahead for the Merced to Bakersfield project." There you go. Good for you. Stick to itiveness. That's what living the dream. Exactly. <laughs> oh my lord, California's crumbling. California's crumbling. I got a couple of, well, no, where I go, I take a break. There's a couple of new uh, Santos updates that are hilarious. They're not oh, politics. Man. They're not <laughs> politics. They're just funny. 
and uh, and other stuff on the way. What was the other thing I was going to mention? America's oh, clown prince. This is kind of politics. Even the New York Times is saying Fetterman is not adjusting well to being a senator with his brain, and he's in the hospital right now. Uh, more on that on the way. Stay here. Hi. Good night, everybody. Yeah. Armstrong and Getty. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at HighFiveCasino.com! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino! Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. Stapleton, by the way, right there. He's singing the national anthem on the Super Bowl or the Super Bowl Sunday. Um, I came across this YouTube video the other night, Charles Barkley saying something. I don't know what the setting was or whatever, but I thought it was darn interesting, the NBA Hall of Famer. I voted Democratic my entire life. My entire life. And I'm starting to think like, man, everybody in my hometown is still poor. All the black neighborhoods are still poor. They all go to schools, and we've been voted Democratic for 59 years. I've been on the earth. I think the point I try to tell people now, man, if you're waiting on these political parties to make your life better, you are you just wrong. So what, what do you do, though? You got to handle your own business, Chan. You got to handle your own business. Like, you can't sit around and say, hey, I want this party. You, you have to take control of your life. Mm-hmm. You have to work your ass off to put yourself in a position to be successful. Uh, that's the bottom line. Yeah. Uh, but if you're sitting around waiting on one of these parties uh, to take care of you, you're in trouble. That's good stuff right there. Wow, there needs to be more of that. But who benefits from that? The people we're talking about, the young people who are listening. Does any politician benefit from that? No. Any phony civil rights group that rakes in the money, do they benefit from that talk? No. So, uh, America's most hilarious congressman, Representative Santos of New York, who makes up all kinds of crap because he's got a mental disorder of some sort, he clearly gets a kick out of lying, is still doing it because he needs the he needs whatever juice you get from lying if you're a if you're one of those people. What do you call that? Not just a habitual liar. It's a uh, you need to lie to like. Make yourself feel happy. Is there a name for yeah, that? Yeah, I don't, I don't remember if there's a name for it specifically. Because but. he got elected. You know, if you if you were just like a normal person and you were just lying to get elected, you would you'd tone it down now and try to stay in office and figure out it. But he, he just keeps lying like crazy because oh, yeah. it's the only way he gets his uh he gets his jollies. 
And for instance, he ought to do an appearance at a Baruch College volleyball game, a fundraiser. (laughs) (laughs) You'd almost you'd have to go. So some business that he claimed he ran or or exists, but it doesn't seem like it really exists or whatever. Uh, There's some tax issues around and funding issues around and all that sort of stuff that he might actually be in trouble for. Anyway, so his claim today is that he. Uh, he started the business in middle school, and that's why he doesn't have the paperwork to establish the very ways various things were All right. hilarious. And then he uh, did an interview yesterday in which he said, is it Kirsten, Kristen, or Kirsten Cinema? I think the last one. Uh, the senator. He says that Kirsten Cinema uh, consoled him after his run-in with Mitt Romney the other night at the State of the Union address, and he said he was kind of upset and shaken by it, and she consoled him. They ask her office, and she says she's never talked to him. (laughs) So he just makes his stuff up. Because I know they were in a picture together, but it could have been just one was walking in one direction, the other or the other. So he saw that picture came out and said, yeah, Kirsten Cinema consoled me, told me not to worry about it. Wow, he is entertaining. (laughs) He just makes stuff up because he, well, he has to apparently. Probably more importantly, one of our U.S. senators' brains doesn't work. Of course, the people of Pennsylvania knew that when they elected him. They just thought his addled brain is better than freaking Dr. Oz, which can't hardly blame him. But um, old Fetterman uh, ended up in the hospital yesterday, and there were concerns that it was another stroke. He's still in the hospital. They're saying it's not a stroke. But this article came out in the New York Times about how he is struggling to adjust to Senate life. Uh, understanding people speak, hearing things. It's, it's, it's been quite a struggle to, to do his duties as a senator. They even said that in the New yeah. York Times, which is kind of mm-hmm. interesting. He here, you know, and, and the disclaimer that we did every time we talked about this, not making fun of the guy for having a stroke or minimizing that. What a horrible thing to have happen. God, I hope it never happens to me. Get your blood pressure checked. Probably shouldn't be a U.S. senator, though, if it's happened to you. He um he hears voices like the teacher from Peanuts. That's what it sounds like when people talk to him. And uh, that'd be pretty difficult to um to deal with, obviously. And then so he does stuff through the computer. Well, okay. I mean, I think when we all heard that originally, we thought, well, that's no big deal. You don't need to be able. You can just do it. But you know, as we saw in the debate, where he opened by saying, "Hello, good night." I mean, it isn't. There's other problems. Yeah, just from a scientific point of view, it's so interesting that if he processes speech auditorily through his ears and that part of his brain, he can't comprehend it. But if he reads it in print, that's a different part of the brain, Hmm. undamaged by the strokes. Just interesting. If you miss an hour of this show, we do four. Grab the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. 
I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality? High quality and immersive sound? A sleek design? All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku Streaming Experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day. And regular, all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series, a smart TV built by the streaming pros. 